he gave the coach he was going to be competing against, who was brand new, his playbook. And this Chris was like, coach, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you can't, like, those are our secret, like, this, that's our secret sauce. Like, what, what, why would you do that? And he says it makes, it'll make us better. Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. Okay, so this week I was on a bicycle riding with Ragbri, which is the Register's Annual Great Bicycle Ride Across to Iowa. And it's the pre-ride. And the pre-ride means basically we ride the entire route. We look for safety issues, concerns. We meet with communities. We... Um, submit reports to counties to say, hey, here's the roads that need to be fixed. There was a lot of good roads and there was some that were kind of like, they were crappy, just like mm-hmm. anywhere, anywhere you ride. Right. Um, but, you know, the group was like less than 20 people, uh, fully assisted. You know, we had, you know, turn by turn. And, you know, the, the number one goal is to make the, the ride in July as awesome as it can be for the first timer or the hundredth timer, whatever, whoever that is. Sure. And people would just show up just to show up and have a good time. Um, a lot of good towns, cool communities, you know, fun, fun things. I love, you know, the, the downtowns that have these big squares, you know, and the gazebos yeah. and it's, it's really, really cool. But we went, um, through a town and it, it was kind of my, I kind of knew we were at my old stopping grounds and Appleton Parkersburg mm-hmm. is where we were at. And they've had some some tragedies in their community over the last, you know, how many years they had a devastating tornado that basically wiped out the majority of the town. Many people died. It was, it was devastating. Oh, yeah. Um, but they lost a coach, Ed Thomas, and he was a football coach. Uh, I met him one time at like some talk. He was, he was, we got as I think we were just for high school. Like we showed up somewhere and he was talking about something, but he was just one of those guys that, Everybody in the room like leaned in when mm-hmm. he talked. Everybody leaned in. Yeah. When, um, when his mouth opened up, the room got quiet. Yeah. Like it wasn't those where somebody like somebody's talking. There's still chatter going on. As soon as he opened his mouth, the room got quiet. And the uh, old police chief was taking us from point to point to point because he wanted. He's, you know, he had questions. He wanted to know like, is, is this going to be good? Can we make this work? And he's just a great dude and. Uh, I, I didn't know that the route actually rolled by the football field. So we rolled by the football field. We stopped. He wants to talk there. And he basically, you know, tells a story about Ed Thomas and this is the field and all the, all the stuff. And uh, he coached with Ed and Ed gave a, another coach, a competitor coach, his playbook. Like think, just think about that. Here, here are all our plays. Like we're good. Appleton Parker's was a hell of a football team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He gave the coach he was going to be competing against, who was brand new, his playbook, 
And this Chris was like, coach, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you can't, like, those are our secret, like, this, that's our secret sauce. Like, what, what, why would you do that? And he says, it makes, it'll, it'll make us better. If they know what we're going to be doing, we have to be better that day. Hmm. Give away your playbook. He needs, he needs someone to give him his start. He goes, I got my start. Someone help me out. I want to be the guy for him that helps him out. And like, like people were crying. I mean, this story was like very impactful because I, I know just a snapshot of Ed Thomas, but I've never heard that story. Mm. And just that, that 30 second little snippet of what he said about giving away the playbook was like, holy crap. You know, I was sitting next to Kathy Murphy, who does the Morphology podcast. And she goes, oh, there's your next topic for 2120. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it is. Because it's, it's, I think too many times, like in business and, you know, some of the things that we do, we keep our secret sauce to ourselves because we don't want anybody to have this special recipe. Mm. When sometimes that new person just needs a little, little taste of it to get, to get rocking and rolling. But I mean, I just think about that coach that got that book. Like that had to be one of the biggest, most impactful days of his life. When a legendary coach, Ed Thomas gives me, if I'm the coach, all the answers to the test and says, here are the plays we're going to run. And I, I, I didn't ask like, did they win or did they lose? Like it didn't matter at that point because it was, it was just such a cool thing. So it got me thinking, how do I give away my playbook? You know, and, um, Chris said, like, you don't, you don't need to be a hero to everybody, but just be a hero to someone every day. Like, don't try to change the world in one day. Pick one person every day and be a hero for them. And that was obviously another big, awesome statement, too. So. I know. No, I really like that. As soon as you said it, you just saw my eyes went, oh, you know, I like to latch on to things like that. Yeah. To give away a playbook, hmm. you had to have a lot of confidence in in yourself for sure your team your coaches that are around you and you have to have a lot of i think empathy and humility as a piece of it too to, to realize that hey someone helped me get started somebody gave me a playbook maybe it was literal or maybe it was you know kind of a figurative kind of thing sure but came alongside them and, and gave them something that they wanted to pass on um and it's it's a it's a really unique it has to be an incredibly rare occurrence oh yeah there's nobody nobody does stuff like that no i'm just like i'm thinking of just coaches that are that are dominant coaches that i'm like there's no way in hell to give away their playbook you couldn't see nick saban out of alabama doing that he was he was the guy i was thinking of like (laughs) i don't see nick walking over to the lsu coach and say hey We'll see you tomorrow, but here's my playbook. Let's let's be, let's be good together. We don't know that he hasn't. Sure. Yeah, and, and I'm sure he has in different capacities. <laughs> That's just the thing, right? You know, is is uh, those are probably not things that are boasted about. And one of the reasons that we know that is because Ed's life was cut short yeah. in a tragic situation. So these stories become legend of this person's you know generosity, the way that he poured into people, and and they're not embellished. Like they're real. They're honest 100%. stories. But if he was still alive, we probably have no clue that that happened yeah. because they're not going to go boast and brag about it. Other people aren't probably going to say it just because he, he probably would say, listen, I'm going to do something for you, but let's keep this on the, on the down low. Nobody needs to know this, but I want to help you. 
yeah, it is unfortunate that he was taken. I mean, it was like 2009. Yeah. You know, and obviously <clears throat> he was an older gentleman anyway, but he still had year, tons of years left of, you know, sure. working with, with kids. Um, but man, like, yeah, that community devastated, you know, back to back, very, very close, you know, proximities of, you know, a tornado and then this. And, you know, it's, it is definitely unfortunate that it happened. Um, you know, I think the kid is life sentence somewhere. Like he's gone. You know, I saw his picture just popped up on the screen. I'm like, Oh man, that's what he looks like. I completely forgot what he looked like, Yeah, <clears throat> you know, but, uh, yeah, devastating. But yeah, to have a, to have a coach that every player knew that he was my guy, like he was going to take care of me and he make me better. And he poured into every kid and like the, you know, the story after story after story that you just hear it go, Holy crap, this is so awesome. Well, I think one of the things too, that, that made Ed, incredibly special was, you know, he, he, he was a very, very intense person of faith, very much lived out his faith, you know, in, in the way that he treated his players and coaches and just, you know, people in the community, uh, that, that, that's a really cool thing for me to, you know, um, just to notice and remind, but when, you know, the other piece that it kind of reminded me of is, is the movie, uh, we are Marshall, mm-hmm. you know, that movie, yeah. you know, and the, the, uh, the new coach, I'm trying to think of what his name was, played by Matthew McConaughey, um, called up Bobby Bowden. Was it Bobby Bowden? I don't remember. And they went to him, and he asked him for help. You know, And yeah. they opened up the doors to him, said, here's everything, help yourself. By the way, we've got all the food in the, in the other room over there. You guys are welcome to use it. And that was another way of kind of giving away the playbook. playbook. Uh, you know, cool, cool stories like that. Um, well, you know, what does it mean to though, to, to give away your own playbook? What does that mean? Well, I, I'm just, I'm thinking of like everything that I've learned along the way is part of a playbook that I, that I use daily is part of, part of my overall playbook. Um, you know, there's things that I've learned that don't go into a playbook. Like I just, ah, it doesn't work very well, but it's teaching every day. You know, it's, it's, you know, like he said, be a hero to someone every day. That's giving away your playbook. Yeah, you know, if you take so someone solid. and just put your arm around them and make them better for one day, that's part of your day-to-day play. Like if you're, if you're that guy and that's part of your playbook, you giving someone a, a hand or a push or sometimes it's a kick in the ass, like <laughs> that's part of giving away your playbook. Um, you know, it's systems, you know, systems that work for you and you know, that's someone struggling that this could help them. Perfect. Here you go. It's time management, you know, just showing them little things, you know, you know, like move, you know, moving your alarm clock away from your bed. So you physically have to get out of bed to turn it off. That was that's part of my playbook. Like I, I, I explain to people, like I don't hit snooze, you know, I'm up before my alarm. If I can get up, that's part of something that I've learned over the years that if I just, if I, if I have the, te- the button right there, I could hit it because that's easy and I can go back to bed, but it's, it's part of the playbook. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's the failures are part of a playbook. You know, we know what plays have failed, but we know why they failed and we made, we made the play better. It's, it's teaching that. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, you could take the playbook side of things and it's obviously it's, it's a sports thing, but it, it ties to life, business, everything, everything around it, family, you know, um, yeah. Well, I think of it as, you know, we've talked about mentors and, um, that's what mentors mentors do. Mm-hmm. They give away their playbook. They uh, they pass on those experiences. They pass on, hey, I failed this way. 
and they're sharing why that happened and what they learned from it and why it was maybe incredibly painful or devastating at the time, but it, it was a lesson they had to have and they rose from it. And it was from that failure that they got where they are. It, it became something that was a launch pad. Yeah. You know, um, the, with Ed's passing, look, look what it did for his son, Aaron. He, he lost his, his dad. Mm-hmm. And I know they were close, but Aaron had a way to step into that Ed Thomas shoes. Mm-hmm. And now he's the coach there and he's taking what his dad taught and he's putting his own spin on it. And so where Ed maybe broke some ground and softened some things up, you know, Aaron has, a, has an opportunity now to take that and then yeah. accelerate from there. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, Aaron, I mean, like he lost his dad, but there were many people in that community that day that lost their dad or a father figure because he was that impactful with so many guys that he brought up that a piece of, you know, that it was, is gone forever because of a kid, you know, mm. that just decided to take it, his life that day. And like, that's, that's unfortunate. You know, we, we need more Ed Thompson's in our world mm. and to, to lose one sucks, you know? So no, it's yeah. Just the, the feeling like what we were just, we were sitting on the road next to the, the field and, and, you know, um, <laughs> Chris was telling a story that Ed was the only person that mowed the lawn at the, at the football field because no one else would do it the way he wanted to do it. Like he was just, that was just his, his, his thing. And, but yeah, you, you stood there and just the feeling like, it, it, I don't know. It was, it was overwhelming. It really was. Cause you're hearing this story about Ed in the background and you're looking at the field and you, you, you see his sideline where he, he coached and it was just like, like everybody was choked up. Like it was, it was, Oh yeah. It was tough. There, there's something about being in that spot and hearing that story. And you know, it's, it's early in the morning right now, um, but the sun's coming up and I'm just thinking about, this time of the year, football coaches are, are making plans for camps. Oh yeah, and they're they're mowing the lawn and they're, you know, they're taking care of the field and and they're they're sitting there. Maybe he's standing out, you know, looking over the field, dreaming about the future. Who do I have coming up? And what are the challenges that we're going to be facing this year? And the it, it's like there's an energy to it, and and you can kind of you know step into it and just imagine what was it like. To me, that's really, really cool stuff because that's where it starts to touch my heart. You know that, man, somebody made a huge difference here, and it was over a it was over a trivial game that we play because it's fun to play. We had to go tackle people and kick and you know throw the pass and whatever it is, all, all the things that that make football such a cool sport, the teamwork, and through a a game, he taught life lessons oh for sure you yeah, know there was a, if there, was there wasn't football what would, what would have Ed done you know he would have found a way to do it i get it but yeah there was a quote that i saw when i was flipping through stuff that said like and I'm, i don't want to screw it up but it, if, if the only thing i taught you was how to tackle i didn't do a good job right. as a coach <laughs> exactly like, yeah um yeah it was he taught he taught life to to kids and like you know to, to give ed even more credit like Chris made the comment, like, I have to carry on this legacy and everything mm-hmm. he's taught me. So, you know, I will tell this story a thousand times on the day of Ragbury when Ragbury comes through because you'll have someone that has no idea, you know, that they're, they're just rolling by a football field because they, they've rolling by 
you know, 50 football fields prior. He goes, I'll, t- I'll tell this story over and over again. And like, yeah, that's just, man. Yeah. You know, it's it, it, the word legacy comes to mind. 100%. I mean, you know, some people want to leave. I think most people want to leave a legacy because our time on earth is limited, right? We just, we're here for a short period of time. So what are you going to leave behind? Are you going to leave behind things and accumulation of things? Or are you going to leave behind something that goes far beyond that? Like lives that you changed or touched, um, you know, Part of part of Ed Thomas's legacy is that that football field's named after him. Yep. He didn't set out for that. That that probably wasn't on a big dream of his, but maybe it was, and it's okay if it was. But but what he left behind was a family that's stepping into it, a community that's changed, hundreds if not thousands of kids that that lives were impacted, and then you start to watch the tree happen from there. Like, what did those kids go on to do? Oh, for sure. Yeah, like when you have that impactful coach. Or that mentor in your life, you take a piece of their playbook that they've given you, and then you pass it on to somebody else, and then they pass it on to somebody else, and then before you know it, like it's in a thousand different directions, with a, like you said, a thousand different people are using that, but but it all could be traced back to one person. Like this was, it started with Ed, and now it's all over because of the impact that he he had. So, yeah, I mean that's the. That's the highest level of leadership, you know, in, in my opinion, is when you have like when you talk and the entire room shuts up and listens and leans in and wants to learn and, you know, just, you know, it's. And, and it's let me crazy. just say, let me add to that. I met a gentleman, his, his first name is Rick, a couple of years ago, and he said a statement. He said, if I ever come across as intimidating shame on me small man but in like he wasn't a big like physically statured man like i don't know like my size maybe or a little shorter than me and uh they were talking about how when rick spoke like everybody leaned in and listened exactly what you said and somebody had mentioned you know i think they were just kind of teasing him about being intimidating and he, he took it seriously he's like you know listen if if i ever come across as that shame on me because he wasn't that. And I, and I know I could understand that they were teasing him a little bit. This is a guy that knew him. And, and at the same time, they were like, Rick, you got to understand that when you, you, you just have a, an ability to own a room that way. And it wasn't because he was this high inspiration guy or this massively motivated guy, uh, beating, you know, his, 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 uh, fist on the table as he's talking. Now he just, he spoke with love and he led with compassion a lot. He led with humility, but he also had this incredible self-assurance and people would rally around that self-assurance because when you have confidence, it, it, it instills confidence in other people, but it wasn't boastful arrogance. What it was, was uh, I'm going to serve you to the best that I can possibly do it. And that's what I'm going to ask you to do for others. Yeah, it's cool. It is. Yeah, so started a bicycle ride on Sunday, you know, rode across the state. There's a lot of cool things that are going to happen. I think Lytton is going to set the world, try to set the world record for the most goats and goat yoga. They need 160 goats. That's a thing. That, <laughs> it's going to be a thing. 
Yeah, they, only they in a, Iowa. They wanted 160 goats, and then they needed to, they need to have 160 people like doing yoga for like 45 minutes or something like that. It was just crazy to think that is that even possible. Uh, they had two goats there. Goats are cr- like crazy creatures. Like yeah, they're just yeah, they're, like they're yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, the pie was awesome. The food's going to be awesome. Uh, you know the bars that are going to be set up are, are you know I think. Like with anything, they're they're worried about what to do and how to do it, and it's going to be awesome. But I think at the end of the day, people are ready to get back on bikes. People are ready to ride together in groups and you know roll across this amazing state that we have. And um, you know the communities are definitely ready, and uh, it'll it'll be fun to see what happens in July with the ride. But yeah, it's you know the cool thing is like stuff gets fixed. You know, you turn these reports into the, these counties, and roads get patched and. You know, it's obviously it helps cyclists out, but it helps everyday commuting out. So, mm, yeah, um, you know, there was so many towns that were beautifying their town, planning things on like just like this is the focal point of our community. We want it to look cool. Um, man, we were in a town. I can't think of what the name of the town was, but I've been there before. And they tore down a building. And when they tore it down, there was this smokeless tobacco mural with a bull, like bull Durham smokeless tobacco, I think is what it was that no one knew it was even there. Hmm. Like they, this, this, this building got destroyed and then when the building next to it had this mural on it and then now it's like, it's such a cool image and it's, it's preserved. I mean, it looks fantastic, but it's years old, but you just, you just see those little things when you're in the communities. It's like the freedom rocks and all the things that they take so much pride in. You see it when you, when you roll through, but yeah, uh, a very impactful week, you know, obviously that, Ed Thomaster was probably the biggest, most impactful part of the entire week. And um, yeah, so if you're riding Ragbri, stop at the field, pay respects to Ed Thomas. He was a, he was a pretty awesome guy. And give away your playbook. Give away your playbook. All right, I'm Matt. I'm Jim. We'll see you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations... If you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.